Hey, bestie. What's up, girl? Hey, does anyone ever ask you, like, oh, I heard you do a podcast. What's that witty and gritty podcast all about? Yeah, okay, so I usually spit out this robotic sentence that's, we help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful and fulfilling lives. So that's usually what I say, but I'm also monotone. Y'all know this. And so it's just like, so Farron, what does that mean? Yes. Well, my response is not as fancy, even (laughs) though I've heard you say that. Lots of times I should know by now, but essentially I explain that we help people grow in their Christian lives and through their growth, then they can better fulfill God's calling on their life. Right. So we're book study experts and we know how to analyze, pull apart and take that through the Christian lens. And that's kind of what we do here. And so then sometimes people are like, yeah, you're self-help books and they might be mainstream but we are always sure to bring it back to God and the biblical view. Right, so whether you see a secular book or something that a Christian author's written, just know that when you come here, you're going to get it through a biblical lens. And not just ours. I like that we incorporate interviews by people living out the principles. Yeah, that's for sure. So that's your little bonus if you stick around through the series, which yeah. we hope you will. Yay! Here we go! Episode 159. Feeling fine. Oh, look at that. There's a rhyme. <laughs> How to win friends and influence people in the digital age. Mm. I tell. <laughs> Stop it. So we are finishing up part two, which is six ways to make a lasting impression. We've talked about five things so far. And then we're going to talk about the sixth point. Which is leave others a little better I in like comic sans. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> this is a professional podcast. We don't use comic sans. Insert laughing emoji (laughs) (laughs) Uh, again if you don't know what we're talking about go back a couple episodes and hear the craziness but i really liked this chapter as an enneagram one because one of our telltale enneagram oneness signs however you want to say that is you want to leave things better than you found them so whether that's straightening a pillow or putting up one piece of trash. Or an interaction with a human. How can you leave them a little better right. than when you found them? Yes. But I do think we heard that a lot as athletes growing up. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it happens outside of the sporting arena. Better the ball. <laughs> but the whole idea was if we were visiting somewhere and using a locker room, we were for sure going to leave it at mm-hmm. least as how we found it. Um, but mm-hmm. if there was a way that we could even leave it better cleaner than we found it Um, because ultimately it's telling of who you are the group of people you are the kind of person you are Mm -hmm. Um, so there's been different times that I'll push the paper towel trash down with another paper towel Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit of a germaphobe so trust me I do it in a clean way Um, (laughs) or I return the shopping cart and the girls Mm -hmm. will realize well there's shopping carts everywhere and it's just modeling and conveying this idea Mm -hmm. of but that's not me Uh, we're better than that and not in a pompous way but just in it's respectful yeah so if we're talking about relationships since that's what this book is about is bettering relationships in a positive way then we want every interaction carry it carries weight right it either brings you down or builds you up and you're not going to bat a thousand you're not jesus christ but if you can leave it a little better than you found it, more often than not, it's going to tip the skills one way, just like in our Atomic Habits miniseries. And the beauty of this chapter and the way I've practiced it as an athlete or a human being or the way that I have other people, like when I'm asking other people to leave things better, 
is it's small things. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be grand gestures. Um, I think of like just ministering to the few and then uh, it has like a domino effect. Mm -hmm. And so I've been listening to a lot of Autumn Miles lately and she just talked about how people want to be in ministry and they see people on large stages with big followings that have written multiple books and these same people are getting the opportunity to speak at like a mops group of maybe mm-hmm. like five or six people and they're like but how do I get the hundreds and thousands and it's like you start with the five or six people right, right. you know give uh take advantage of those small opportunities that God is giving you because that's leading you to having a bigger influence right and a lot of people say that starts in the home. So if you're like, wow, I'm trying to, like you were saying, I'm trying to reach way outside myself, start with the five people you're with the most or who's under your roof at the time. Start there. And you don't have to have had it modeled for you. I mean, ideally you would have, right? right. But just because it wasn't modeled or done that way in your home doesn't mean it's not possible for you to start that. Think of it as like starting a tradition. Yeah, start now. Um, we love Christmas. Always. Yeah. Brooke, what's one of your favorite traditions that maybe you didn't have growing up? Do y'all have one that's maybe... Uh, we've been going to zoo lights lately, but yeah. I don't know if that was around really whenever we were growing up. So zoo lights. We'll yeah. go with that one. You want to build love of Christmas, mm-hmm. and so you're looking for a new tradition. So yep. if you are, if you have, don't have this practice in your family, it's a great one. If you don't have it in your workplace, oh my gosh, it's even more of a better one. Can mm-hmm. you imagine if everyone tried to out-serve each other with small gestures, mm-hmm. how that could build um, camaraderie and a positive work environment? Yeah. Just the little things, like... If the bathroom's out of toilet paper, ask the secretary or custodian for the roll and then go put it on there. Unless it has the key thing. Then that's a little crazy. Then that's hard to do. But then, oh my Don't gosh. Don't break the thing. <laughs> the janitor, you just made their day. You yep. had to go tell them anyways. You probably had to go back and find mm-hmm. a bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's actually just as convenient for you to, to go do it yourself. Go do it yourself. <laughs> yes. Which is fine. Yeah. Yes. I think when we start thinking that we're above certain things... That's when it can get not good. So that's also an act of humility as well, being humble. And if you want to influence people and you want them to hear your words, we've talked a lot about actions, I'm more likely to listen to somebody that's done it. So I think of like right now, this is going off on a little tangent. Brooke, you can cut this later if you want. (laughs) But Texas wants to address the teacher shortage, and they came out with a list who was on this committee, and everyone was like, but they're not teachers. There's and, one now. <laughs> yeah, so Texas responded, and they are slowly adding some teachers to mm-hmm. this task force. And so, um, again, if you want to make an impact and have influence, you want to have you want to be respect, have that mutual respect. I'll say mutual, not just respect, mm-hmm. but mutual respect. And one way you do that is not just with your words, but with your actions. That's very broad. It can be smiling, like we mentioned, so body language, mm-hmm. but it can be with the little things, such as. So, look, think of that as we. Because here's what I'm afraid that we're going to talk about all these little things, and you're like, how is that going to make a difference? Mm-hmm. Well, it says uh, the progress you'll be making, it's adding value, and you're doing it so with regularity, so on a regular basis, because if some people are going to notice. Their subconscious for sure is going to notice. And it's like, wow, every time I feel great after having a conversation. Is it because they're smiling and listening to you every time? How cool is that? Mm-hmm. So all you had to do was just 
not say anything with a smile on your face, and then you're already going to leave a positive impact. Absolutely. I think part of this, a lot of this chapter requires some of the skills from the earlier ones. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I want to be better at, because it does make me feel better, is small gestures that involve maybe a little gift or token or something. And so that's something I'm working on because I came from a mindset of, well, if I give you this, then you owe me something in return. And so I was always reluctant to take because then I was like, but what am I contractually obligated to do to meet your expectations now? Darren, this makes sense. Yes. Enneagram 9 and you got zero points on gifts for love languages. Yes. It's all coming together. But I recognize from that 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 does speak love to other people. And so once again, kind of like the names chapter, it's not about me. Get outside myself. If my goal is to love others, then I need to know more about their thoughts and feelings. Right. So they, um, this then seems a little tacky. Again, it's not a self-brag. I'm just trying to give you an example from my life. But we went and had dinner with um, a family that had like a three-week-old. And I was like, they really invited us for dinner because we didn't see people till like six months right, after having right. the kid. You want me to clean the house and cook? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just, I think I'm sick that day. <laughs> but she had mentioned how they go through, just offhandly in the conversation, how many uh, burke cloths and um, bibs they go through because the baby spits up a lot. And so on the way home, because otherwise I'm going to forget, I just went on to Amazon and I ordered just some generic, you know, because not everyone has the funds to always do this on every occasion, but I just got some plain burp cloths and some plain bibs, and then Amazon Prime, they were going to be there the next day. And so what I'm hoping from that, I, there's nothing that I'm trying to gain from her. I don't need a follower. I don't need her to buy my product, but I can't fix that her baby is sick all the time. I can't take away that uh, mm-hmm. she's getting not getting enough sleep but hey if I can save her from having to do another load of laundry like start that load a little bit later yeah then that is something I can do and hopefully it conveys that I heard her right Mm -hmm. I I was listening when she made that one comment about having to do laundry all the time because they don't have enough burp cloths and bibs and so I hope that I left her better because she certainly left us better they cooked a steak dinner can you believe that wow that's crazy yeah. Good job, family of newborn. So, look, again, just another way that leaving something better doesn't always have to be cleaning up, but it, that's always a perk. But it can also be a gift, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like how you're tying in multiple things, and you're working on a skill set that... I mean, you're already, you're already growing from the last miniseries, Farron. Good hey, job. That love language is miniseries, guys. We don't guys. just preach it. We do practice it. Yes. Yes. Uh, so something uh, on in the margin I wrote, deposits and withdrawals. Mm. So there are going to be times where you need something or you need to ask a favor or whatever. Uh, and this is something that I used with coaching high school level girls. Because the cat, at one point, captains couldn't figure out why the heck aren't they doing the thing that I asked them to do. And so I said, well, how's your bank looking? How's your bank account? And they're like, what? I said, yes, every exchange is either a deposit or a withdrawal. So if you want them to pass you the ball, maybe maybe give them a compliment when they do a good one. Mm-hmm. Every time. Every time you see them do something great, tell them and make sure they hear it. Because then when you're like, hey, play me the ball faster, they're going to, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. And do that. 
because who doesn't want to get better as a team? And then that, along with the compliment sandwiches we talked about, I guess, a couple chapters ago. So deposits and withdrawals, because there are going to be times where, Farron, I'm going to need to ask you for something, mm-hmm. or I'm going to need to get Morgan's help with a thing that I can't do on my own, like reach the top shelf without getting a stepladder <laughs> out. Oh my gosh, being 5'3", y'all. So things like that. And it's not like your love keeps no records, right? So it's not like, oh, well, if you scratch my bag, I'll scratch yours. It's not like that. It's more of just a, a, a good exchange of things because you are trying to leave it better than you found it. So if all I'm doing is trying to withdraw, you're going to go negative into the funds. That's what I was going to say is, again, back to the chapter title. If you want to leave someone feeling better, if you're always taking and asking and taking and asking, even if you're thanking every time, you're still, when they see you coming... They're like, okay, well, what's she going to need me to do this time? This person's calling. You're leaving them. Yeah. Not better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So maybe make an effort to call or text somebody beyond, and it's not manipulative. You probably don't mean to always be asking and taking, but if you haven't self-reflected, how do you know? Right. Um, I don't think anyone's goal is to take and take and take and take. Um. I think when you're like, but I didn't ask them for anything for two days in a row. Is that the same as a deposit? No, no. No. No, that's just you didn't you didn't add any money to the bank. You didn't make a withdrawal, so it stayed the same. <laughs> you neither lost nor gained. Well, and then back to back to the good old Bible, we say this a whole lot. Do to others what you have them do unto you. And it's no surprise how this is here, too. We talk about this so much with personality typing systems, so make sure you listen to all our Enneagram stuff and all our love languages stuff. We're going to link it. But that way you can love them well or serve them well because everybody wants to be loved well, but that looks differently. So giving deposits, that can look differently for different people. And here's the good news. If you're recognizing, like, oh, I've been doing a lot of takes, not really thinking about how I'm leading that person each time, um, you can repair those relationships. You can mend them. You can make them better. And just a word to the wise, it says, there are many steps that come between what we sow and what we reap. Mm-hmm. So I just picture the person that are like, I would just stop by their office just to tell them how much I admire, you know, this work skill that they have. And then, like, it didn't change or rock their whole world, you know. <laughs> There's, it takes um, consistency, mm-hmm. which goes back to building trust. I'm going to be more trusting if I'm seeing that behavior on a regular basis. I mean, the one gesture is nice, but I might also be like, is she on some now they're negative seventy dollars. Yeah. <laughs> what just you went from negative eighty to negative seventy. So just know that this needs to almost become a lifestyle, um, which will involve being aware and looking for that opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's good. And for all of our business folks that are tired of hearing about children, <laughs> there are um, a lot of examples in the business world in this chapter about. Um, leaving the customer better than when better when they came in. Mm-hmm. So customers go to certain restaurants over and over again because they love the food and no matter how crappy their day was, they go, they eat the food, they leave feeling better. Or, you know, shopping therapy, retail therapy, that can be dangerous. I'm not like saying go rack up credit card debt over that, but as I think everyone can understand like 
going through Target with a Starbucks in your hand sure feels therapeutic, okay? (laughs) You're going to walk out of that Target better than you went in. So if you are looking for more business examples, it takes knowing your customer, which we've addressed so many times in this chapter, but instead of looking at it from how can I get their money, take a concept and say, okay, what is something my customer is struggling with Mm -hmm. that I can maybe solve? How do I add value? How do I add value to them? That way when they leave my place of business or they leave our interaction, they feel better. That's why like Super Bowl commercials, I love the funny ones. Mm -hmm. I have to tell you, a little disappointed by this past year's Super Bowl commercials. Not that halftime show. But yeah, not only are you then having people go and talk about your commercial like at work and then it's just the possibilities, it keeps trickling Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) down the line. But yeah, if you leave someone feeling better, they're more likely then to go tell their friends about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, did you see that commercial? Yes. Okay, you go talk about CrossFit now because you love CrossFit and it leaves you feeling better. It's good. It's a therapy session. (laughs) Because workout releases endorphins and endorphins don't kill. What do they say? Endorphins don't kill. Endorphins make you happy and happy people just don't kill people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. See, working out is good for you. Yeah. We have a lot of people that have workout goals, and um, I think one thing that we've tried to stress about that is finding something that works for you. So, yeah. Brooke, working out at 5 in the morning... Hate it. Well, not probably... Even Leave though me that, better than I found it? No, that is <laughs> that works for a lot of people. It's not going to work for you. Mm-mm. So, finding a time of day, even if it's a different time every day, and even yep. types of workouts. Maybe it's yoga. Maybe it's hip-hop dance classes, okay? Mm -hmm. It could look a lot of different ways. As we wrap up here, I do think it's important. We talked about from the very beginning that this book, when you read the title, How to Win Friends and Influence People, that it can maybe at times sound manipulative. Um, And people can take any written book and construe it for their purpose, good or bad. We obviously want you to use it for the good. Um, But I do want to point out, just to prove that point, that this is not about a book on how to manipulate others. Mm -hmm. Tony Robbins, you may have heard his name before, he's one of the godfathers of personal development, (laughs) but he talks about um, moving relationships from manipulative to meaningful, and the only way to do that is by constantly adding meaning and value. So again, just to give a few more business examples, is giving your audience Um, things like freebies or that actually have value and meaning to them that leaves them better than when you found them they're seeing more in what your interests are and seeing that y'all's interests uh, align it shows that you're listening to their needs because you've gotten feedback and you're providing something in exchange for that feedback you were really listening and doing that regularly so once again leaving in a business world it could be you know Coupons on your bestseller, right? It could be putting out free content on a regular basis. Um, So once you have the customers, you don't stop with the coupons. Mm -hmm. They might come out the first of the month, um, but still showing up consistently. But again, I would just recommend that you guys get the book because there's example after example after example. Yeah, we have a ton of links that we'll put in the show notes to make sure that you head to our website and we'll have it all there for you. And that wraps up part two, Baron. Well, I got to read the last sentence. I'm oh, so read sorry. the last There's sentence. There's a last, last one. I said that was at the end, but this is like the last, last. Let's hear it. And this is like, I don't know, 
I feel this way. It says, always leave people a little better and you might be surprised how big it makes you and how far it takes you. Now, when I read that, I took it as, I always feel better when I leave someone else feeling better. Yeah. Now, that's not my intention. It's just an added benefit. Mm-hmm. Like you said, working out can reduce stress. But hey, you might also go down a pant size. Yeah, happy you, byproduct. You might also live longer because you're healthier. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's something that I think a lot of people who donate to a cause or like Toys for Tots at Christmas mm-hmm. or um, chip in when people need that kind of support. You're doing something for them, but I always seem to get just something out of it too. Yeah, spirit of giving. And again, if you're not sure where to start, start with your innermost circle. And go from there. Yeah. Baby steps. One at a time. Yes. So now that officially ends okay, part two. Okay, you can end it now. You're allowed. We just, the past six episodes were six ways to make a lasting impression. And the next part is part three, how to merit and maintain others' trust. Again, not manipulative, but all relationships are founded on love and trust. Or respect and trust. Or appreciation, respect, honor, love. That all goes, same word. Yes, all important things. Yay. All right. Bye. So we're we're really good at segues. <laughs> and sound effects, right. Yes, so that's the end of our episode. But if you find yourself wanting more, and who could blame you? Brooke, <laughs> tell them where they can find us we, Monday through Friday. We have a lovely website. It's wittyandgritty.blog. You can go there. It has every mini-series ever we've done. What about the socials, Farron? Yes, we are on Instagram and Facebook primarily, but we yeah. do also have um, a Pinterest account, so be sure to follow us on your favorite social platform. Yeah. Oh, also, fun fact, we release episodes every Wednesday, so you can count on us. Be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to Go and find it every week. Yeah, it'll just automatically do the magic m- computery thingy. Thank you, technology. Go Thank you. technologies and uh, Instagrams. Yes. All right, we'll catch you next week, guys. Bye. This episode is brought to you by the Witty and Gritty 5-Minute Mini Journal. It's centered around Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, known as the Armor of God. Once you download this freebie, over the next seven days, take a few minutes each day and dive into what the armor of God is and why it's important to Christians in their daily walk. You can find this at wittyandgritty.blog. We'll link it in the show notes.